Hi guys, I'm here with Lauren. Hi everyone. <laughs> Hi Lauren, welcome to the podcast. We are so excited to have you. Um, so if you guys don't know Lauren, she is a online creator. You do Instagram as your main platform. And then I just saw yesterday that you're going to restart YouTube in February. So that's super exciting. Uh, I'm really excited about that. I've taken quite a hiatus from YouTube. I so that. I can't get back to that and like actually create content for that. So it's really exciting. Yeah, that's awesome. Do you have any other social media platforms that you're looking to get into like TikTok, Pinterest, or are those? Yeah, like- so both of those I'm uh wanting to post a lot of my like Instagram content onto Pinterest just like have people get like more inspired by all that creative content and like link it over to my Instagram and hopefully drive traffic that way and then actually I got an iPad for Christmas and it was just like so exciting because like now I can open up um, a whole new like graphic design like adventure for me and so I'm hoping on TikTok to be posting like logo designs so I have some like awesome like content in the works for that too so I'm kind of like all over the place but like I'm trying to like narrow it down to like my passions and everything but yeah definitely Instagram and YouTube are like my main things right now yeah that's awesome I literally got an iPad too and um I know what you mean because with the pencil you're like okay I can literally do anything now you can yeah. do noodles, you can do logos, you can do everything. But what was cute about your iPad is I saw that your husband gave it to you. And I thought that was the sweetest thing. Yeah, it was, it was actually a pretty big deal. Like he saved up all his tip money. Like he's like trying so hard to like be able to get it for us. So yeah, it was, it was really cool. It was really special. That's so sweet. And your husband's name is Garrett? Garrett. Yeah, with Garrett a K at the end. See, I do my <laughs> research. I watch all her stories. I'm always like, oh my God, this, this girl. <laughs> This girl. I feel like you are going to become the next Kristen Johns. Like, I, oh that's what God. I want for you. I love her. I was watching her YouTube videos today. I'm so excited for her to have a baby. Like, I cannot wait. Oh, her pregnancy update? Yeah, I know. Her blonde yeah. hair, too. Yes, I know. I was shocked. Like, she looks, to-, to me, she looks totally different. Yeah, same. I'm always like, who is this blonde girl on my feet? I know. <laughs> So kind of just jumping into some of the questions, one of the reasons why I wanted Lauren here, number one, she's on social media and she's just super talented and you should definitely check her out. And then number two, she is a pretty vocal slash strong believer and you have like a very unique story. I don't know, you're from um, California. Yeah. So like, I don't know if where you are in California, if this is like normal, but you got married pretty young because I know in Utah like young marriage is kind of normalized there but I'm from the east coast so people here like it's not until our mid to late 20s where I see a lot of people getting married aside from the Christian community yeah it's I don't I don't think it's very common in California I know for sure in Utah and like Colorado it's like very normalized but like it was quite the shock for everybody like when we got married um or like rather when we got engaged and he proposed like that was like a huge like thing um I actually went to a really small high school of like I think the graduating class was like 66 people or something like that so it was like news spreads quick and like everyone was talking about it It was like actually like a little bit it was it was a whole deal but um and then like the other like main high school from our town like everybody knew it was a whole thing but like you know it was just like we kind of had to like walk with purpose and be like you know what this is like how we feel like we're supposed to do life and if somebody doesn't like it like people actually didn't come to our wedding because they didn't support us getting married so young which I found out like later in our marriage and that was like quite the shock because I was like wow like people like really have strong opinions about that I didn't know I thought people would just be like supportive and be like okay cool like if that's what you want to do with your life like California seems like a pretty like open-minded state so like I thought people would be like really like chill about it but there's actually a lot of like pushback from certain people not agreeing like even within our friend group and so yeah so it was, it was interesting but um overall it was like a really good experience so yeah so I mean that's just surprising to me though like what you said that people literally didn't come to the wedding that's kind of sad they missed out I know know. yeah it it was kind of crazy like for you guys why did you choose to get married at 18 like you said you kind of walked into purpose with this kind of like walk me through um this decision because I think marriage is great and you know like I think 
for other every every single person in their relationship is different so you can never be like that's the wrong time for them because you really just don't know but I'm just curious for you and your story kind of like what is it behind you know meeting your husband and choosing to get married young and also um you know being married young and like the pros and cons of that yeah yeah for sure um so just to back up we actually met in well we met in uh sixth grade so we went to the sixth grade science camp both of there's only two schools that go and Aww. our two the ones that went and he claims that he saw me like across the way in the other cabin and like all this stuff I don't know if any of that's true but that's what I hear and um and then we went to middle school and I do remember that I turned around in class one day and I was like hey your sister really likes plants and my sister likes plants like my sister knows your sister and like because we both have the same age older sister yeah. and um and he was like stunned that like I just like turned around and like said that to him because like he's had, had this like crush on me for like I guess that year oh. and then um so yeah really so like, we had two classes in that day <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah we had <laughs> we had two classes together and like I guess I said like a couple sentences to him and he was like wow whatever and then in eighth grade like I got together with this guy and he wanted to get together with me but like this other person like swooped in and that relationship lasted for 11 months so he didn't get his chance for a while eighth grade it was crazy that relationship is a whole other story but yeah so I really only had one boyfriend before Garrick and then um after that Garrick and I got together in October of freshman year so that means like you had just gone to you know your first couple months of high school and then we literally started dating and then from October all the way through we stuck it out um literally for the beginning of freshman year and then in uh winter break of senior year we got engaged wow and then we got married in July right after graduation so so it was just crazy, but I want to like get into like kind of like how and why we decided to get married. So yeah. the topic of like him going to college and like us breaking up was like never something I wanted to talk about because I didn't want to break up with him. Obviously, we'd been together for like so long. And um, so we just like avoided that altogether until like one night we, you know, it was getting like closer, like graduation was getting closer. And my mom was like, okay, hey, you guys need to sit down, like actually talk about like, what are you going to do? Because Lauren, you don't want to do long distance and like Garrick you still want to be with her so like what's the deal and like so this was like a conversation my mom was involved in like this wasn't something we just like two crazy kids like just decided to get married or whatever and so she was like you know like have you guys thought of the idea of marriage and we're like yeah like I think like we both obviously want that at some point together but like you know are we too young all this stuff and then like you know we kind of talked about like the logistics of that financially all this stuff and um you know I never wanted to be like living with a guy unless I was married to him and so um and I didn't want to do long distance so I was like you know like we could I don't want to say like resort to marriage because that sounds like something that we didn't want to do we've always wanted we had always wanted to get married but like we said like, Hey, that's an option. And like, people do get married young. Like we just have to be really like mature and like commit to this. Mm-hmm. And so we did. And then like, I didn't know when he was going to propose, but then he did, like I said, in winter break. So it's kind of how that all happened. Um, but it, I mean, it was just like a crazy long process of getting to the wedding. Like I, I just talked about this with my mom. Like we were reminiscing on like the m- couple like months before I got married and actually it was the year of senior year, like right after we had gotten engaged because winter break is like toward the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. And um, my mom was like, okay, Lauren, you have two options. You can either give up your childhood and like quit dance company, quit um, the classes that you're taking at your dance studio, uh, pick up, you know, way more jobs than you have now try to make you know extra extra income to pay for the wedding and everything in your life after or you guys could postpone the wedding live at home do you know the community college and you know just just save it just wait till he graduates college like but it's your call like you guys kind of have to like wait a while and so or like figure that out and so um I decided to like give up my childhood and like I quit the dance company 
I stopped taking as many classes. I picked up teaching at the studio. I was a nanny. I was a um, babysitter. Uh, I did nannying all throughout the week. Um, I was a dog walker. Um, I also fostered kittens in senior year. So I had them in my room. I mean, I did so many jobs. Um, probably forget, oh, I was a photographer. I did a head of photography business. I did so many jobs to try to make extra income. And um, I had envelopes where I was filling in like different, like for different parts of our wedding. So the, the photographer, the florist, the this and that. And I was so proud of myself because this is no, not harping on Garrick, but I, he didn't have a job. I paid for, I worked my tail off to pay for the wedding. And I did, yeah. I paid for all of it. I paid for the photographer in two increments. And it was just such like a, first of all, a blessing that I was even supplied with that many jobs. Second of all, just so rewarding being like, I did that. Like I literally did that. I saved up so much money. I like didn't get to go out. I didn't have sleepover with my friends every night. Like everybody's doing in senior year. Yeah. I didn't go to the prom. Uh, I got like, I thrifted my dresses for like homecoming. Like I didn't spend money and it's very, very rewarding. So yeah, that's, wow. that's that was a lot, but that's kind of how it all happened. That's amazing. Cause when I was 18, like I had like $5 to my name and I was <laughs> yeah for you to do that to literally save and pay for like a whole wedding work all these jobs while you're in school is incredible but you kind of like what just struck me though is that your mom mentioned you're like Lauren you have two choices you know you can choose to mature and be an adult and you know get your stuff together and start working which you did or you can choose to stay at home and um like you know not take that route so my question is, when did you kind of know, like, I guess, like, when did the decision settle in that you're like, hey, I'm going to pick route A instead of route B, and I'm going to choose to mature and set myself to this? Like, how did you kind of know that that was the right thing for you? Yeah, I think, like, once I realized that, like, you know, Garrick is the person I really want to be with, like, all in all, like, just aside from just growing up, like, I really truly want to live with him, and I want to, I can see my life playing out with him and all of that so I was like you know that to me is more important than like finishing like senior year with sleepovers and parties and um you know going out with my friends late at night and and all of that so um yeah I I think that that's like kind of the moment I was just like you know what I, I I'm choosing him over like finishing out the last year of my childhood which to be honest with you it was a really difficult decision just because like I wanted that and it also really sucked because the dance company that I was a part of closed down the year that like the year after I dropped out so like I I did um dance company in junior year and then I was going to do it senior year and they had it senior year but then that after that senior year they like closed dance company it had been open since like like 2001 or something like that and like it was the last year and I wasn't a part of it I was so sad but like I obviously didn't know that going into it and I still would have had to quit dance company it was just such a commitment but like dance was my life. I mean, I literally danced like 12 hours a week before senior year. And wow. so like have to like literally reduce that to, I think I did like four hours a week. And then I was the rest of the, you know, the remaining hours were given to teaching so that I could make money. And I was still technically dancing, but you know, it was teaching is different, but anyway, yeah, it was, it was crazy. And like, I always was kind of like, why isn't he working? Like I'm doing so much and like that was kind of like a hardship on like our engagement and stuff but and he and <laughs> something he's worked on since but like he used to be a really compulsive buyer and I was like I'm like trying to save money and he's buying a VR headset and I'm like why does he have to be such a boy right now like but you know it's just like that type that's the type of thing he's had to learn and like mature and not just like be impulsive and buy stuff it's been, money's actually been the one thing we've been so solid on through our entire marriage. Like we've not had one fight about money because yeah. we just agreed that, you know what, we're going to be smart. We're going to be wise. Like this is not our money. This yeah. is God's money. He's blessed us with this. Mm -hmm. um, that's actually been a huge realization within like the last month. We, um, sorry, this is kind of off tangent, but we tithed um, like the full 10% um, this month which was a lot more than I thought 10% was. And I was kind of like, I was like, wow, that's a lot of money. Like, Cause like, Lord, I'm just, pushing yeah. It. Yeah. yeah, yeah, seriously, for real. Like it was actually like 
quite the sum of money, but we prayed before we did it mm -hmm. and then we tithed. And then um, that next Monday, our car window got smashed in. Oh um, somebody on the street, like literally, I don't know if it was a BB gun or something, but we live on like a pretty rough street in Santa Cruz. And uh, they just like whacked the window and like shattered it. So we had to replace that, which was over, I think it was like a hundred and something dollars. Um, and then we had to get, we had just, oh, we had just bought a $3,500 trailer, literally just bought it. And so I was like, are you kidding me? Like, I feel like Satan was really trying to be like, oh, look at what happened when you tithed your money. Yeah. Like, don't tithe, come on, like you need to keep that. Look what all these things that happened to you. Mm. And I was just like, no, we have to keep the faith because I know that God's going to bless us if we just remember that like we this is not our money we're supposed to be giving it back to the church and this is a complete lie like this is mm. this is like a freak accident that happened you know like right. we didn't know that was going to happen and it was just like kind of scary um and like there's some other things going on um regarding financial aid and so like we're praying about that but like it just is all such a like testimony to the fact that like when you are faithful then like Satan tries to like really knock you you know the enemy comes at you and just attacks you from every angle you can think of right and so yeah, it's so true it. though it's literally like because you're fighting for the kingdom and you're being like a warrior for God and of course Satan hates that and he wants you to not fight and he wants you to not sacrifice or be obedient to God so I do think it's spiritual attack but like yeah I'll be praying for you guys and I'll, I just I think like your statement though of like, hey, money hasn't been an issue in our marriage though is already just like the Lord being so good to you. Yeah, guys. it's, that's been, a, I mean, I, and I know because like young married couples, that's literally the number one thing right. that like people up. Yeah. Because you're starting so young, like you uh -huh. don't, especially because our parents weren't like supporting us in any way. So it's like, that could have been such a like thing, but it wasn't, you know, we've gone through other huge battles and struggles, but that hasn't been one of them. So we've just been, you know, really, really grateful for that. So talking about marriage and kind of talking about money, like you said, the struggle is, is like money management. So for you, how do you like take money and not really struggle with spending it or like how do you invest it or what are some practical things that you do to not really make it an idol in your life and not really like struggle with it as well I don't know if that makes sense no no that totally makes sense well okay. first of all like actionable like what we do mm -hmm. um something implemented like I think in November um we made like a google spreadsheet and one of them is for budgeting and one of them is our spending mm -hmm. so we have like a spending like just a sheet where like we are inputting everything that we spend money on. So clothes, groceries, gas, like whatever we want. We don't include tithing because we feel like that's not like a something we need to budget for. It's something that we just need to do and do it like gratefully. Mm -hmm. um, and then, uh, and we don't include things like bills. We just keep it to things like that we kind of really don't need to spend money on except for, I guess, gas. But and then for the budgeting, that's where like everything is charted. So like we put like our tithing, we'll put like um, our subscriptions, like all of that down. Yeah. And we have a um, something we included is having a, a column that says like our projected, like what we like hope it will be, the you know, the sum will be. And then like, let's just say for groceries, like we're hoping to spend about $480 or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then our actuals so then at the you know and at the end of the month did we actually meet that or did like we completely go over or do we have like extra money for the next month or whatever right. so that's like literally been so helpful and we sit down every um like either Sunday or Monday and like revisit those sheets and like go over it and input um from what happened during the week so uh you know that wasn't really fun during like Christmas and like we're spending all this money on gifts but like oh I do not want to look at that um but it, it's important though because like I mean as as much as it is Christmas gifts and everything it's still our money that we were like spending and like a lot of it um you know we were so grateful to be able to give to people but like at the same time it's something we still had to like factor in because we still have like rent bills and all of that so um yeah so that's what we do to like make sure that we are like balancing our finances and like we recently just started to um like kind of try not to go out just shopping as much like we 
for like our like date day on Sunday, we would like go get smoothies or like go to um, like the thrift shop or go to like whatever, like every single Sunday would go out and buy something just special, yeah. but it started turning into like a lot of money by the end of the month or like we'd go get a really nice dinner, even like just to bring it home and eat it. And like that, that adds up, like that really adds up. And so we've been trying to like get creative and be like okay like maybe we just walk to the beach and like that's our fun thing you know and so we're being a little bit more wise with that just because like having a fun date day doesn't always mean like literally busting your bank you know so that's that's what we've been trying to do lately yeah that's even like the excel spreadsheet is just good like practical advice like budgeting and then factoring it all in and that's just stuff like kind of just preparing yourself like you know, to be responsible with money. So I guess kind of going off of like budgeting and everything, a follow-up question is, I know that you work in social media and I do too. And I think part of social media, it's hard to deal with money in social media because it is such a money-driven market. You know, you always see like ads for clothes or for things that are trending and there, there's so many creators who say like, you need to spend money to make money. But I know from your perspective, kind of just talking about money, like you said that like your senior year, you kind of curbed a lot of the desires that you had um, when it comes to spending your money on like random stuff or like fleeting things. And then also like, you're not really a compulsive spender. So how do you kind of balance like being part of the social media world and seeing all these things, like all the ads, all the trends going on, you know, all the gadgets that people want you to buy for your videos and your photos and like stick to your budget. Cause I think that's just practical for any like teen girl slash girl or guy out there who's seeing all these things every day. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the biggest thing that's helped is like saving, honestly, like if I'm like, I want that tripod. It looks so good. Then I'm like, hey, I'm going to save for that. Then like, I don't go out. I I always say smoothies because smoothies are my favorite thing ever. So I, that's where all my money goes. So I'm not going to go out and get smoothies. I'm going to, you know, like buy the fruit and like have it here so that I can like not be spending so much on that. Um, And so like, I'll just either put it away in literally like a physical envelope, or I'll just like write down like how much I'm saving for that. Um, and then, you know, once I've hit my goal, like I can go ahead and buy that guilt-free knowing that like, I didn't just like pull that, like just from like our spending for like groceries. Like I pulled that because I, I saved the extra money, you know, um, either that or like something that's been kind of cool. And like, I've been so grateful to have this opportunity lately just because of like, um, like follower increase or whatever, just because I've been at this for like a while is I've been able to reach out to some, um, like smaller brands or whatever, and ask like if they have if they come out with like a new gadget or something I'm like hey like I'd love to share like and feature your product on my page um in exchange for like you know your product and um so that's been really cool like even if it's a gifted thing and it's not like paid like just the fact that like I've been able to have like the new whatever it is um you know I don't have to spend my money on that and then I can you know share their product and all that so that's been really cool like I just want to tell like your followers, like I literally only have 4,500 followers. I bear, I hardly have anything. And like people are sending me stuff for free to try out because they, because influencer marketing works. So like, if there is, um, you know, something that like you are, have been wanting to try equipment wise, that isn't like, obviously like a million dollars, um, reach out to them and see if they'd send you something just to like show on your story I've been able to save a lot of money that way that's why I wanted to like say that Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah so saving up and then also just like reaching out and seeing if anybody will um you know let me try their gadget out just for an exchange to show on my story or whatever so it's been really helpful yeah no I agree like as a small influencer you should you're like people think that you have to have millions of followers but I feel like people should talk about being like a micro influencer more because there are so many opportunities and you just would never expect because you right. only feel like you think, oh, this girl has like a hundred thousand followers and like, that's why. But a lot of brands nowadays are looking for like smaller creators. And, you know, even for people who aren't influencers, like I know Amazon too has tester programs that you can even yeah. do get products and you just, you know, write like a really good review and take a picture of it and boom, save like 20 bucks. 
That's so cool too. Yeah. Like this is, I, I, again, like I want to use my words to inspire and not to like make people feel like bad or anything or to brag, but like something I shared recently on a reel is like, um, lies that like you get told as a small, as like a micro influencer, like before becoming an influencer. One of the things that I said is kind of like what you were saying that you need to have like so many followers to have, you know, like at least 5k plus followers, um, to even like be considered to get paid. And recently, like, I can't talk about what, what the brand is, but recently I'm still, or I am in a contract right now with a brand, um, who's paying me $900 Hmm. for this brand deal. I literally don't have like in the grand scheme of things, I have nothing. I have no follower, you know, like, I mean, this is incredible. This is a dream come true. And I, I, my jaw like dropped when I saw that on the contract, I like couldn't believe it that I had uh, been able to like boost myself up to that like level. Like, like, who do they think I am? Like, I'm nobody. Like, why would they want to work with me for that much? You know, but because I put so much work into the content, like the quality of it, um, you know, they wanted me to like shoot photos for them. And that's just literally so insane. And like, I could not have, you know, asked for any other kind of collaboration to like get my confidence up. Like that was, that's a huge thing for me. So I, I don't take that for granted. And I'm not waving that around like, Hey, like, look how much money I'm making. Like nothing. This is literally the biggest thing that's ever happened to me ever. So like, yeah. I'm so grateful. Um, and like, I, like I, I want to like set like kind of an intention going forward that like I'm gonna have more things like this and my my parents like when I told them that I got this brand you like the when I first read that they're like I'm not surprised and I was like well what do you mean like why, why aren't you more excited and they're like no because you need to expect the blessing Lauren like if if I go around being like oh my goodness something good happened to me today wow I cannot believe it like what kind of, what kind of Christian are you? Like, you know, I'm just saying like, they're like, you need to expect the blessing. Like God promised you that he's going to bring you blessing increase, you know, like success. Um, so like, you know, be accepting of it when it comes and don't be like, I can't believe it. Like this shouldn't be happening to me like this, you know, who am I or whatever? Um, because you prayed for, you know, increase and blessing and he's giving it to you. So like, you know, take it with like open arms and just be so grateful. And of course, like say thank you and, and praise him where praises do. So honestly, I think that was just like so cool to hear them say that. Yeah. And like, it's so funny that you just said that you got blessed with this brand deal because, you know, a few minutes ago, we were talking about like the car and the other money issues. Exactly. Like this is literally the Lord like fighting for you. And I honestly think this is his hand, just like you telling the story, what your parents said. Like, I just got chills. That's so cool. Yeah, so cool. Yeah, it is really cool. And what's also amazing is like um, something else to do with like the car window and all that is um, my husband that day that he needed to get the car fixed. He actually got um, like the exact amount in tip money to cover it, which wow. was just like the mover. And so like it, sometimes he gets yeah sometimes he gets tips sometimes he doesn't like sometimes he'll get like a huge tip or a small tip or nothing and so it was crazy he got like the exact amount of money that we needed to pay and I was just like I literally was mind blown that was so cool to see God do that for us so wow stuff like that I'm like I don't know how people can hear this stuff and like live their life and not believe that there is a because I'm not you know what I mean it's not just willy-nilly this might happen yeah coincidence is literally just God like waving at us and being like hey (laughs) exactly I'm still here (laughs) (laughs) so kind of talking about I guess your influencer journey you said that you were a dancer for like quite some time how did you transition into deciding to like take Instagram and um YouTube or I guess you're going back to YouTube but I guess Instagram seriously really just pursuing it because I remember I think it was probably like last year that you really just like started to post these amazing photos and I could tell that you're really putting in hard work into your content with like photoshop and all this detail and stuff so I I I think what's really cool is like the um, experience of being a dancer has totally helped my journey as a content creator um the biggest thing is in terms of posing because I 
do not think I'd be able to do some of the poses that I've done like without a dance background which has been cool but also like I'm not afraid to get like weird with my poses just because I was like a contemporary dancer and contemporary is really strange sometimes so like that's been really cool to just like think out of the box it's like it's so helped me to like have a just a more creative perspective on things and like um confidence in front of the camera um so all of that like seriously like just like built me up to be able to do this and what's funny is like when I was younger uh, I always thought that I was going to be like some sort of famous dancer but like when I grew up I realized like to be a famous dancer like that is first of all so hard I mean you have to love it like love it more than you love life and I honestly just like realized I don't think I love dance more than I love life I love it it's really fun but like I struggle with like health issues and like it's really it was really hard for me getting really hard at um in, at the end of senior year to like even go to dance because of the health issues I was having so I was like I don't think I love dance so much I don't think I want to pursue it like that um so like I didn't but then like going into content creation like I was able to like find such a community and find such like just a new passion and a new love and I didn't even like kind of the story. I just kind of want to like, if, if, that, if that's okay to backtrack into the story of like yeah. how I kind of got into it. No, please, um, I want to know. Yeah. So like, uh, I actually, I lost my job due to COVID because um, back in March, because uh, she is like an educational company, this person I was working for. And um, she's a social media manager or I was social media manager for her educational company. And so I guess like, sales weren't coming in because of COVID because she used to do conferences and things like that so I lost my job it really really sucked because I was like I don't want to go to like work at like a shop or anything because I don't I can't I I don't have the like attention span to like stand there for eight hours and do like one thing like I need to do like several different things or like I need to make my own schedule my own hours like I don't want to switch to doing like retail I've never done that before and so I did apply to like retail jobs, which was really dumb because like I would have I would have not liked it anyway. Got turned down from them both, which was just God being like, "This is not for you. You were going to hate it." <laughs> um, and that was at the peak. Well, I don't know about peak, but a huge, like a hard time when I was struggling with my stomach problems. So like I don't even know how I would have got myself to work and stuff, and like been able to stand the whole day. So um, so that was good. Um, and then. I kind of like, I was looking for jobs, but I was like, kind of not feeling anything that I was looking for. And I asked Garrett, I was like, what if I just like, didn't work? And he was like, well, I am like making enough to like, you know, cover us financially. So like, I think you can just pursue whatever you want to pursue. And if you pick up a job, like, cool. So I was like, okay, I guess I'll just like start like, you know, taking Instagram more seriously. I didn't even know what that meant. Um, but I posted this post on like March, like 19th or something. And I was like, I'm just so done like posting like dumb stuff. Like I want to post, but I want to post and I want it to be like really great. And like, I was like, okay, so like, that's what I'm going to do. And I was like, okay, well, I don't even know what that means, but like, here we go. And so then I, um, I posted this one photo of me with like sunflowers and like, I did like a Pixar edit or whatever. And literally overnight, this creative community just like found me and like flooded my comments with like, this is great. Wow. Oh my gosh. I didn't even know like you existed. Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, Oh, like there's more people out here that like love Instagram, like want to like create awesome photos too. Like I had no clue. It wasn't like how a lot of people get into it now where they're like, Ooh, people are making like awesome photos. Like let me join in and like, see how I can like get into this. I had no idea they were even out there. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so like, I like to say like, they found me cause it's like, it was really, really cool. And then like, I met all these people and like so many people were being so sweet and giving me tips on like how I can grow my page and my following and everything. And from then I just like started to, um, like pursue a passion with Photoshop, um, which was back in May. So I've been doing Photoshop for a while now. And ever since I learned Photoshop, like everything has like gotten like much better for me. And like, in terms of numbers and in terms of like getting like, sponsorships and stuff because brands are like we love the blogger look like it's awesome but like I've never seen anything like what you're doing so like I want that kind of style like they want like a kind of just like a new and fresh take on on some of like the campaigns they're running which I think is awesome and I also think it's really cool that there's bloggers out there like that they want you know that kind of look too but like the Photoshop thing is like kind of my thing and I, I love it because it's so different and like new and I haven't really seen a whole lot of um 
brands using that kind of campaign strategy before, but like um, there's a lot of other Photoshop creators out there too that are also getting these awesome campaigns. So it's been really, really fun to like just mess around with Photoshop and like create and grow a community, which has been like the biggest thing. So yeah, I've loved it so much. <laughs> That's actually really like, I just love how overnight when you start posting what you love, like a community just came to you. Exactly, yeah. And I was, like, I was like, that's such a myth. Like posting what you love, like that doesn't get people to like your content. And then I did it and it does, like it does work. Post what you want, post what you love, not because you think it's going to get likes or, or follows or shares or whatever. Literally post what you absolutely love and like the, the followers will come. I know they say that all the time. It sounds so corny, but like, it's so true. Yeah. So true. No, it is. It is. And I think like, you know, I like am a strong believer that the energy you put out is the energy you attract. And like yeah. the same thing with what you post on social media or like what you say or how you act. Like, I think, you know, you like choosing to just say like, I'm going to do this and I love this. And I don't even know if there's a community out there for me, like just brought the community you need to you. Yeah. And I, I sure. that's just really cool. Yeah. It was such a special thing too. Like just to be able to like see, like, I, I just, I don't want to get too much into it, but like growing up, I had had such a hard time making friends, like, and keeping yeah. friends. I've always been a very loyal friend. And, um, I, I was like heartbroken when like people would just like leave out of my life or like kind of like ghost me without an explanation. Um, I had like an entire group of people do that to me at one point, And it was just really heartbreaking and I felt like kind of worthless and like nobody wants me to be your friend cool awesome and then um like finding like I had a couple of good friends like throughout high school but then finding this community like I feel like I have so many so many good quality friends like not that I have like millions of friends but like I have like a really good core support right. group and like I FaceTime these people like I've never even met these people in real life but I feel like they're my actual like best friends and they like I know they're not talking about how my back I know they're like a very very special kind of person and it's just awesome like I don't know I feel like this community kind of attracts that like genuine um quality in people so it's just been really awesome to like make friends in this community I don't know it's been one of the most special and rewarding things of the whole the whole creator community it's awesome yeah that's awesome I admire you for that for like not just focusing on your own posts and your own content but like cultivating a community because I think yeah. like that's just a hard thing to do with social media is to take it from online and then make it like authentic and real and have like actual relationships come from it right for sure I think yeah. it's really important so I guess for some of the people who are listening and they're hearing this and they're like oh my gosh I love what this girl is doing is very inspiring what is some of your advice that you would give to them for like growing their Instagram, staying true to their own brand, making authentic relationships on social media, that type of stuff. Yeah. Um, I think the first thing is to like, like we were talking about, like post what you love. Um, and then from there, you kind of like identify your kind of niche. So like whether you like makeup, like you're going to find a little makeup group um, of other small makeup creators. It's awesome. And you guys can support each other and grow together. Yeah. Um, whether it's like, cute blogger aesthetic kind of photos like that's totally like beautiful and like I wish I could do those kind of photos I just don't have like I don't know the eye or something for like those aesthetic pleasing photos but like that are like candidate in the moment like you take some of those photos they're so cute I just like I don't know how to identify that in life but so there's that and like that's such a fun community too I've seen so many really pretty minimalist accounts that are like so small and I'm like how do these people not like have more followers? Like the, the content is beautiful, but yeah. anyway, so, so finding like that um, kind of community by posting what you love and using like kind of like technical, but using like specific hashtags are going to like help you to, to be in that community. 
um, like, so tagging like um, small minimalist account or, you know, minimalist aesthetic or whatever um, will help you to like find other small creators in that account that you can connect with. You could even like start a group and like really get to know each other, like not like an engagement group, like trying to follow for follow or whatever, but like actually trying to get to know these people is actually one of the things that I did um, with my good friend that I literally have now, like I am going to her wedding. Like it's like been <laughs> crazy friendship, um, really awesome. But like, she, she just reached out to me and was like, Hey, like, do you want to be in this group? Like, we're just going to support each other's content. And I was like, okay. And so like, we all like, talked and like now me and Amanda are such good friends and um I truly believe it's because we got to know each other in that group and we like just kept on DMing um I'd also say DMing is a really really good way to get to know somebody just constantly like commenting on their stories like just like checking in with how they are like I it's that's been such a really um transformative thing for me to be able to like just constantly check in with the people that like I'm following um I just heard a tip with like building your community and building like more of an engaged audience is um, to like, I guess like once a week, maybe do like a check-in with like some of your most engaged followers and say like, hey, like how's my content lately? Like, is there anything else I can like be providing you guys more? Um, and just making a more personal connection, I guess will like drive more engagement into your account. Something yeah. like I heard from one of like the big wigs, but um, yeah, so anyway, so that I, I'd say those are some good tips for like building a community. Yeah, that's awesome. I feel like honestly, the main trend of just building community is like offering value, you know, yeah. and like being genuine and authentic. And that like sums up, I think what you just said, which is all just amazing advice. And right. like, I hope anyone who's listening to this is just inspired to hear like what you're saying and choose to use social media as like a positive platform and like create community and create friendships. Because I right. think, I think so many people just struggle with it because it's like so mm-hmm so much comparison and so much like inauthentic inauthenticity so ooh. yeah it's <laughs> a hard <laughs> yeah oh we just like buffed out but we're back <laughs> okay am I there <laughs> I don't know what happened I just froze for a sec did you hear what I said or did I did I buff out no I heard you yeah okay see guys this is real we're keeping it all on here <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I guess my question, a follow-up question for you is how do you not struggle with comparison as a creator? Because I do sometimes struggle with it. And I think every, like literally anyone on social media, whether or not you're a creator or you're just a regular girl slash guy, we all compare ourselves. So for you, what are your own personal tactics to kind of combat against that? Yeah. Well, like you said, I do face comparison all the time. Like, constantly like am I am I looking trendy like you know do am I you know posting the right things on my story like all this stuff and I think something um just like about comparison that's been like really hard is like sometimes when like a certain brand will reach out to several creators and like we're all posting the same kind of um like product or whatever for the same brand I'm like oh is my like content like as good as theirs because they just posted like for their brands do they like their content better like just all of that and like recently this is something I definitely want to bring up um go through who you're subscribed to on YouTube because I've been finding some YouTubers that literally feel like they're my best friend and I have no idea who they are and they the the common denominator between all of them is that they are 100% themselves like 1000% themselves um like they'll leave stuff in the video that's like not like quirky and cute like they sneeze but like literally like they're like stumbling all over their words and like they are just having an off day and they're just being so real and I have taken that and like truly implemented implemented it into my life um for example the other day I was wearing bright red lipstick like vintage 60s girl like lipstick because I felt like it and I had to go on a call with somebody and I was like I should take this off because like they're gonna think I'm so weird like wearing this like I look like a clown blah, blah, blah. and then I was like no you like it like you like how you look I don't care if it's trendy I don't care if this is like so outdated I don't care if you you know people think you look weird if you like it Lauren then wear it and like if somebody has a problem with it that sucks for them like you know too bad so like I wore it on the call and I'm so mad at myself because at the very end I was like 
I was like, oh, and by the way, like, I don't wear, like, lipstick all the time. And I was like, Lauren, why did you do that? Because, like, like, stop apologizing for things. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I was like, Lauren, don't apologize for, like, wearing something that you, you felt really comfortable. And I didn't feel weird in it. I I felt 100% normal wearing that because I love, like, bold lips and stuff like that just because I like um, the vintage look. And, like, I know that, like, the vintage, like, 50s and 40s look is really not trendy. It's all about the 90s or whatever, (laughs) and I like the 40s a ton, and so I'll wear my hair up in, like, a pinup style, and it's really, like, I get, like, looks on the street or, like, I'll, you know, whatever, but everybody on social media seems to be, like, you know, supportive and nice about it, but, like, I'm sure there's people that think that's weird, Um, but I'm just trying to, like, really do me and, like, not... uh, care or worry about what people think and like I said those YouTubers have truly inspired that whole thing like just do you and it sucks if somebody doesn't like you but there's gonna be tons of other people that do love what you're doing and that just love it just maybe they don't love your style but they love that you're just being you like Mm -hmm. I follow this one girl who has a completely different style than me like she's like mix match like colors and patterns and like kind of just a crazy wacky style um where like glitter all over her eyelids and stuff it's just it's it's crazy but like it's not that I love her style or whatever it's that I love that she's just being her like I literally love it so much so I've taken such inspiration from that I love that I think that's just really good like not even just social media but just life advice you know if you love it and it's not hurting anyone like we need to stop apologizing or feeling weird such feeling bad for embracing the things that make us who we are and like I think you know just like the whole thing of you just being like oh I'm sorry I don't normally wear lipstick like this like it's so relatable because there's so many times in a day where I'm like oh my gosh like oh I'm sorry but like um I'm like wearing yoga pants and I'm like we're just like random stuff I'm like oh I'm sorry like I feel like I'm too dressed up like why am I apologizing you know no yes I totally get that oh it's so hard but like and then like I'll talk myself like I said like I talked myself into that like putting myself on that call and then I ended up apologizing but like now I'm not going to beat myself up for that because I know now that like first of all this person like didn't even notice I'm sure that I was wearing that and it was only a thing when I brought it up so like I'm just not going to do that again and like I'm going to work on that and I know it's an area that like it's probably going to take a long a lot of work but like it's okay but like even vice versa like I, I just posted a photo about like being confident and yeah. like what makes me feel confident and one of the things was saying I said was like not wearing makeup at all like sometimes I feel the most confident when I'm not wearing makeup at all but mm-hmm. like if I'm around somebody who's wearing like a ton of makeup or like looks all glammed up I feel like I can't even look them in the eyes like I'm like oh my gosh like I, I probably look like so bad like my skin is like not good today and all this stuff and it's like Lauren like you're a human like you're literally sounds so weird but like you're literally a human like yeah skin is skin or like right like you know how it's like comparable to say like you look bad when like it's just makeup like I don't know if that makes any sense but like we're just human like I don't know how how you could compare yourself in in this moment and so I'm just trying to remember that it's yeah it's definitely a journey and a process but I feel like I'm making progress a lot of progress even just this January I've made so much progress with being comfortable with myself so Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) honestly like guys doing social media and like pursuing social media makes you confident like without a doubt because I honestly think you can't do it and not have thick skin (laughs) because if you're like for you you have to be confident girl to go out there and jump and dance around to get that perfect shot. Like I literally talked to so many security guards today to just get a picture in a parking garage. And so really, yes, like I had the tripod out. Your girl was walking back and forth like Britney Spears and the same security guard would come up to me and I'm like, I'm, I don't know what to say. And I would just move to a different garage and do it again because, you know, at the end of the day, I think like the, social media has taught me that number one, no one cares, but you like, there's so many times where I've 
if I really think about it, I've seen people take pictures in public. I once saw this lady literally set up a whole DSLR camera slash like video guard slash screen to take a picture. And I was just like, oh my gosh, that's kind of cool. Good for her. And literally just moved on with my day, no judgment. And then second, like people are going to talk anytime you do something public, people have things to say, whether it's good or bad. And even if you're not a public figure, you're not an influencer, if you just know people, like you said, when you went to high school, people talked at other high schools who had no business in your life. So it's like, you just got to do really what you're called to do, what you're created to do and live like boldly in it and ignore what people have to say. Cause people will say anything about everything. You know, like I could be wearing orange socks and someone could be like, oh my gosh, I hate orange. <laughs> and it's like, Right. But then also what you, you know, most of the time too, people really don't notice what you're doing. Cause we're so wrapped up in ourselves. Like the whole thing you said about the whole, like not wearing makeup stuff. I like can pretty much like 95% guarantee that that girl did not even notice and like, didn't even recognize anything. And it's like, yeah. it's just so funny how the human human brain is. Cause I've had people say that to me. They're like, Oh my gosh, girl, I'm so sorry. I'm not wearing makeup. And I'm like, I can't tell. And I don't, yeah. I don't so I I just think it's funny because like I literally told my friend today I'm like we like think everyone's watching in reality like we're all so focused on ourselves you know that it really what other people do really doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things it's just like an individual thing absolutely and like how you were saying like on social media you have to have like thick skin because um like oh my goodness so (laughs) my husband and I have a channel and uh, we made this dinky little video, just like a, just a random kind of a dumb little video. And it has like over a hundred thousand views on it's it. It's always the dumb videos that go <laughs> And I'm like, oh my goodness, that's so embarrassing. But I mean, okay, it was like kind of a good video. It was like how to treat your girlfriend on her period. Like something so like mm-hmm. cheesy. And like, it was, it was just fun. Like we literally had so much fun. We just like acted out scenarios, like what to do and what not to do. And like, we've gotten like such like, some of them are like vulgar comments. And then we've gotten like, I, like, I don't really get mad about like the comments about me. I got mad about the comments about Garrett. Cause I'm like, you can't see that about my husband. Like, <laughs> whatever. And like, um, but then like recently I got a comment on my post. I really hope this person is not listening, but I got a comment on my post. I don't even know who this person is. And they were like, like I show on, um, if you guys like look at my Instagram, you'll see that I do a lot of like Photoshop, um, like time lapses, like showing like the process of me editing the photo. And I like had my arm up and I've always struggled like having dark armpits, no matter how hard I shave, I just have dark armpits, just a, right. like a Mexican thing, well, I guess. A normal thing. Like anyone with dark yeah. hair, you're going to have dark Yeah, hair. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. so like, I, and it's kind of always been an insecurity. And so like, I like edited that a little bit like I just like lightened it like one strike of light or whatever it was just so it wasn't so dark and they like commented they were like oh you have really dark armpits yeah I have them too but like you have dark armpits something like that and I was like (laughs) it's fine like whatever like at first I was like how could they and then I was like Lauren it's literally fine not like that like I just have to laugh because I'm like Lauren you literally live in their mind rent free because there's enough about another person to comment on their armpit like that's like the like most ridiculous thing I've heard and like guys it's so true if anyone cares enough to take time out of their day to hate about you to gossip about you to talk about you to block you to whatever you like you just have to laugh because you're like this person really cares that much about nothing (laughs) like it's honestly flattering I guess but at the same time I'm like people like the comment thing on YouTube people who take time to write these paragraphs I genuinely just am like so just confused slash concerned because I'm like who is this you know like know. do you have a job go live your life go live yeah. your life. <laughs> <laughs> like for the haters you just kind of have to laugh it off because at, at the end of the day it's like they no one would ever say that to your face too All right. yeah you know? yeah so I just like, I, I think like, it's good. You know, honestly, I'm glad be- that that happened because then I can like build up like a thicker skin, like yeah. when really mean comments come, like if I ever get to that point, like 
if ever like a really really rude comment comes I know how to just brush it off and be like you know what doesn't matter the only opinion that matters is what God thinks about me and he thinks I'm a pretty cool person so I'm just gonna go with that (laughs) yeah no literally amen like why our our confidence should be rooted in Christ because no matter what anyone says he loves us (laughs) and he made us and Yeah. yeah you know he made us girls with dark hair with our big eyebrows and our dark armpits, like all that stuff. And that's just, but I think, you know, another thing too, for that person commenting, it's just so random. Cause I'm like, that's literally like normal. You yeah. It's normal. Also like, yeah. Like what does it have to do with you? Like whatever. Also, like, don't you want to see stuff like that on social media? Like if she, if she said like, I have, I have that too. Like, aren't you glad that yeah. <laughs> you like didn't just cut that out of your time lapse. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I just think, you know, people are so weird. It's just I know. And I like ever since then I've like debated like not recording that part where like because there's been other photos since then where I have my arm like my arm up and I just am like, it's fine. Like literally, like people people probably know they can like assume you have dark armpits if you have like dark hair. Um, well, plus anyway, so like authentic showing my, my, yeah, exactly. And like, Explaining then on a, my re- yeah, exactly. And like one of my recent posts, I, um, I showed it the, the, uh, before edit of my photo. Cause I could do a lot of like Photoshop and like retouching. And like, ever since I started retouching, there's been like a really like large part of my heart. That's like, this is wrong. Like don't retouch your photos because like people like want to see you just being like authentic with like you know bad skin one day or whatever and like um or like little pimples or whatever whatnot and so then I like was like okay well I don't I want to retouch just because it look makes the, look, the photo look all elevated and stuff um so what I did was I posted like the swipe of of the before and I was like please zoom in on this photo like like not great skin right now and like I have like wrinkles next to my eyes and like my eyes aren't like that as bright as I showed in the after like please look at that just because I don't want people to like fall into some sort of like like not depression but you know like some sort of like comparison trap because of my photo like that's not what I'm trying to do here so I've decided like from now on I will be posting the before so that people don't think that the photo just like magically looks like that because it doesn't like nobody has skin that good it just doesn't happen you know right anyway that's my little rant (laughs) no but that's so good though and I love that like as a creator you do that because I think like we really need more of that on the platform and like we need more people who are willing to be like this is like like for example this one TikTok I saw going viral kind of talked about this like a, a, a makeup guru was like I'm going to turn all my lights off. I'm going to go like step into normal lighting and show you what my full face of makeup with my flawless skin looks like. And he had like bumps and textures, like with the foundation on. And he's like, there's no product that is going to make your skin look like how beauty guru skins look like with a filter lens, with, you know, the ring light, with the two soft boxes. Like that's just not real and like it went viral because everyone was like thank you for telling me this because I literally have bought like all these foundations tried all these things because these people look like this and I'm like so why isn't it working out for me this way you know and like just a little tidbit about photoshop um that retouch tool that's in there it's called the spot healing tool uh it like its job is to preserve your pores so that it looks super real mm-hmm. so that's how my skin is looking like a thousand million trillion bucks without like because typically like when you start using like the clone stamp or whatever it will like smooth your skin out so much where it doesn't even look real anymore but that that um spot healing tool literally its job is to make your skin look real while taking away those blemishes and like the discoloration in your skin so like it's a very very powerful tool I used it but like I said I'm trying to like show the before so people like know like hey that's not how my skin really looks Mm -hmm. but like so if you ever see those photos out there like just now that I know how Photoshop works like wow that tool is powerful and it takes away everything without making it look fake at all like it looks so real yeah so yeah it's crazy yeah it is crazy 
Oh, okay. I love talking to you and it's been to have you on the podcast. I followed you for a while. So I'm glad we finally got to like talk face to face and hear your story a little bit. This is <laughs> it was, Yeah. If there's, I mean, if you ever want to like chit chat again, like let oh, me know. I'd no, love to hear you so fun. Please. I love that. Like seriously, <laughs> guys, I just made a new friend. <laughs> you just yeah. experienced it. <laughs> Um, so I guess I'm just going to end the podcast with a question I always ask guests, which is what is the like promise of God that has been really significant in your life, like in the past or right now that you kind of hold on to? Yeah. Um, so, uh, I feel like the biggest thing that he's helped me with or and through is like, just, just the whole, like not having fear. And that we don't need to be anxious and we don't need to fear because he's right literally next to us all the time. And I have it on my necklace. My friend gifted me. She put like um, Second Timothy, I think it's like one seven. And um, it is for God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love and a sound mind. And I just mm-hmm. love that verse because it reminds me that, um, you know, no matter what he's going to, you know, he literally installed, like instilled in us to, um, um, be you know full of courage and um to not be fearful and so um like with some of like the health struggles that I've had I get so so afraid of being sick and um it's still an ongoing struggle for me I hope I can like listen back to this podcast after I've overcome the fear but like it's so reassuring that like mm. he's literally here physically and that like, I don't have to fear, I don't have to worry, and, like, all anxiety has to leave in his name, so that's the one thing that I, I, I truly, literally carry with me every single day. Yeah, I love that, and I love that verse, and I, I love your necklace. I love how it says your favorite verse. You can carry that with you, like, right in your heart. So cute. All right, well, guys. In my heart. <laughs> <laughs> um, guys, just listen, like, please just fall in love with Lauren and want to be her friend and just go support her on her social media. She is so sweet. Like you have to see her pictures. I can't just describe them to you. Like you literally have to go see and watch her Photoshop time-lapse and you definitely need to follow her on YouTube when she relaunches her channel in February. So guys, wait, we lost her. Oh no, I hear her again. Okay, there you go. We lost her for a second. I was like hyping you up and I was like going through all your socials. <laughs> um, but yeah, Lauren, any last words? Um, I just want to say thank you again for having me on here. This is my first podcast appearance and I'm just so grateful. So thank you so much for having me. Of course. Of course. All right. Bye, friend. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>